Hello, everybody, and welcome back, or I guess welcome to the first episode of Cigars uh, Be the Fear, or Cigars by the Fire, as many people may know it. Uh, my name is Jake. I'm joined by my buddy here, Billy. What's going on, everybody? I'm Billy. That that would be Billy. I'm Billy. Uh, we are currently sitting around the fire and smoking cigars, as one may take with this podcast. Um, and we thought with this kind of pilot episode here, kind of introduce ourselves, who we are, introduce why we wanted to make this podcast, um, and kind of talk about what the future of this podcast may hold. So um, hope everyone's enjoying their night, their day, whenever you might be listening to this. Maybe you're smoking a stogie along with us, maybe you're by the fire along with us. Um, but we hope you enjoy our podcast today and uh, continue to watch it, and hopefully we can produce a few <coughs> more of these. So um, looking forward to doing these. Billy, you got anything to add to that? No, I'm just super stoked. I think we've been talking about doing this for a while now, a couple weeks at least. Um, we ran into some road bumps, so I think this will be cool. I think we'll be able to kind of get it going, and uh, I'm just excited. You know, I'm excited to finally be able to do it with you. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that one. Um, it's definitely going to be an exciting road ahead. We only got so much time left at school, um, which kind of can go into our introductions of who we are, but we only got so much time at school here to be able to do this so I think to be able to do this as two homies you know just having a good time enjoying their senior year of college I think this is going to be a great time for us so I'm excited I agree so do you want to start kind of introduce who you are and then yeah for sure for sure go into it for sure so I'm Billy uh, I'm a senior here at Illinois State University pretty exciting um, we wanted to do a podcast for a couple of years now really um, it more just was I didn't really know what to talk about or kind of what to do um, so when this idea kind of came about, I think it was kind of the perfect opportunity for us. Um, so like I said, I'm a senior here. Um, I'm going into education, so I'm super excited. Uh, so next semester I'll actually be home student teaching, which will be pretty cool. Pretty excited for that. Um, so just trying to make the most of my last semester here on campus. How about you, Jake? Wait, throw it to me. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of like Billy, we're both education majors, um, which I don't know if Cigars by the Fire are the best option as a teacher, but um, you know we, we're allowed to have our own fun things we got to do outside the classroom. So um, I'm also a senior education major. We're both at Illinois State University, which is kind of cool. Uh, we're really known for educators here, so we're really stoked to be able to be part of this program. It's been a great four years, or going into our fourth year here. Um, you know, I'm excited to go get into the classroom, be able to teach on top of that. Um, Billy actually really got me into cigars. I've always wanted to do a kind of podcast as well, but um, when it came to Billy coming up to me and being like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I was like, hell yeah, I do, or heck yeah, I do. Um, and, uh, and we kind of put the two and two together, and we found some things that we enjoy. Uh, you know, we enjoy each other's company as being guys in education. There's only so many of us, so we got to stick together and uh, kind of be, be friends with one another. So... Um, you know, putting the two things together, I just got this fire pit, so we're chilling outside by my apartment complex, same by a nice fire. Um, it, it really is a good time. So, um, yeah, my name's Jake again, you know, education major here. Really excited to be doing this, <coughs> excited to kind of um, bring this on because I think we both needed something that takes away from school and something that we both really enjoy here. So, um, excited to try out some new different cigars. Today we're actually trying out... Uh, and Avo, uh, I'll give a little shout out here to my dad. Uh, he's the one that got me into cigars when I turned 18. Uh, the legal smoking age was 18, so on my 18th birthday, uh, my dad and I had my very first cigar. Um, I got to tell you, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hanging out with my dad, but I did not know how to smoke a cigar, and <laughs> it hurt my tummy that next night. Um, but, you know, he kind of got me into it, and it's been kind of a tradition that we do every time I go home or every time I see him. You know, we'll have a cigar and talk about life. Um, and then right before I actually came back to school, he gave me a pack of his own cigars that he smokes. So shout out to my dad. He smokes Avos. Um, so been pretty cool. I decided, you know, first night of the podcast, got to have, you know, a little throwback cigar for my dad. He got treat. me into this. Yeah. It's a great treat. I yeah. So. really is. You want to talk about, um, since you kind of know cigars a little bit more than me, sure. you want to talk about some of your favorite cigars you've smoked? For sure. Um, and what you're kind of expecting out of this podcast with cigars? For sure. So I'm like a big nostalgia guy. So for me, um, one of my things is my dad actually got my grandpa into smoking cigars as well. Um, 
And so my grandpa lives in Indiana. He has since passed. Um, but every time I would saw him during the summers and stuff, we would always sit outside and he'd have a cigar and he smoked uh, Romeo and Julietta's. Um, so when I became, you know, of the age and started smoking, that was kind of my go-to because it reminded me of those great conversations that we had. Uh, plus my dad said I couldn't smoke Avos because they were his thing. Um, so naturally I went towards the Romeo and Julietta's. Um, I've smoked a whole bunch of them. You know, I've looked at different cigars, but really I gravitate towards Romeo and Julietta's. Um, I'm excited. I think we're going to do kind of different cigars each week, you know, test out some different flavors and stuff like that, which I think will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think maybe um, the plan is to get some of our friends onto the podcast, get some other people talking with us, um, which will be a great time, but maybe even introducing them to the cigar world and letting yeah. them try some cigars. Got some friends who have uh, had cigars before who... Um, Hopefully that will be a good time because they'll kind of know they're they're not new to the rodeo, um, but but of course we're always welcoming other people um, into this podcast. So we're really excited. We've promoted it to some of our friends. I think a lot of people didn't believe that we were actually going to do it, um, but here we are proving them wrong. So um, yeah, it'll be a good time. Kind of just talking about cigars, our lives. Um, I think kind of future podcasts might involve. Some of the things that have gone on um, through our lives, through our days, throughout the week, kind of updating people with what's going on, which will always be a good time. You know, uh, if you can't talk, tell by now, I'm a big talker. I like talking a lot. So, uh, why are we doing a podcast, my man? <laughs> yeah, that is that is sure. a good reason for a podcast. I mean, both of us are really big people persons, talkers. So, uh, to be able to share our lives a little bit to everyone else, I think will be a good time as well. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things that got us into it too was. We would tell each other these hilarious stories. We're pretty you know. funny guys. We're pretty. I mean, in I case you didn't know, I don't mean. To I think we toot our own horn. I think we're pretty. We're pretty funny dudes, um, and so we would tell each other these stories, and you know, we're pretty funny right off the bat. You know, making jokes and stuff. Um, so I think we wanted to kind of share that with the world, and mostly our friends. I think they get to kind of listen in on some of the things that go down in our conversations. You know. Um, but I think more than that, I think it's just talking about life and serious things that not a lot of people talk about and getting real. Um, even going to the education world, mm-hmm. uh, what's been going on lately this past year, what we're kind of worried about in, in going into education, being future teachers, uh, being teachers of the youth, I think. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that kind of either some people are worried to put out there, worried to talk about, um, or aren't talking enough about. So I think it'll be... Um, nice to kind of be able to release some of that stuff uh so some of our our conversations although they might be funny might not be podcast appropriate so some some of those might stay a little secluded to (laughs) ourselves um but anyone who's listening is more than welcome to reach out to us maybe we can talk to you about some of those conversations on the side not recorded i mean don't want to get ourselves in trouble out here sure and i think that brings up another point is i think we want to like you mentioned we want to share this with everybody so I think we want to have guests on our podcast and hear different people's stories and talk to different people about things that are going on with them and kind of open up the community here and make this kind of a bigger thing than just the two of us sitting here by ourselves yeah I think that's that's a really great point I think we are <laughs> I, I, I don't know I'm excited to kind of bring on those guests and we we kind of struggled for a year because um, we, Billy and I are really great friends and kind of trust each other where each other would go and that kind of stuff. And we struggled for a year because you didn't know who you were able to see, who you were able to be with. And so um, being able to kind of bring that back. We're outside. Uh, we know that obviously uh, the race is far from over uh, with COVID. But um, we, we want to have a safe environment while still being able to talk and have some great conversations with other people. So, um, again, I mean, I think we've repeated ourselves hundreds and hundreds of times here but we're super excited to i think so start this thing here. i think so what should uh i think we should jump into a topic what should our first topic be here i don't know whatever what's on your mind i don't know how um about, how about why why you're uh let's start let's stick with the education theme here. okay i love um, it i love it why, why did you decide to kind of go down that education route obviously i know the story a little bit uh, sure i think you know my side of it but kind of showing it to the viewers maybe some other males who might be listening some High schoolers yeah. who are thinking about their next career path. Yeah. Why be a male educator? Why why go into the education field? Why uh, be that male educator in, in students' lives? Why that stuff? So for me, it started. Uh, I was in sixth grade, 
and uh, we had a program in my elementary school where it was like a three-week program where you would go in and you would um, intern in like the kindergarten classroom so you would go in and you would like help them kind of get their book bags together and stuff like that at the end of the day um, but it was about 30 minutes so you would kind of help them kind of get ready but you would also interact with them kind of help them learn kind of the last little bit that they were working on at the end of the day um, and for me that really kind of sparked my passion where I was like I really enjoy working with kids and this is kind of where I want to go in life um, and then kind of going from there once I got into high school, a lot of opportunities opened up. So my high school had a uh, preschool program where you would go in and you would teach preschoolers every day, which is really cool. Um, and that started kind of shortening like my age range that I wanted to teach. Uh, and then I got to my senior year of high school and I got to intern in an elementary classroom for pretty much majority of the morning up until right before they went to lunch. Um, and I actually, fun fact, I got to go in and intern with the kindergarten teacher that I helped out starting in sixth grade. So that was kind of a cool full circle moment for me. Kindergarten's a tough grade. It is. It is a tough grade. But that's originally what I wanted to teach. And then I kind of started realizing I want maybe that third, second, second grade, third grade range, fourth grade a little bit. It's kind of where I want. And then once I got to college and I started taking these classes about education, it started really shifting my perception of education and where I see myself I think the biggest thing as a male educator is being a father figure to my students. Um, you know, sometimes students don't have that father figure in their life, and I want to be that positive male role model to them, um, and I want them to see uh, that somebody does care about them. I think that that was a struggle when I was growing up as teachers didn't really show emotion towards students. It was like, good job on this assignment, but we're moving on. Um, and then with that, I kind of started shifting my own philosophies on teaching and I found that um, I want what I wasn't really given and I want uh, to teach like self-love I want to teach self-appreciation which is huge yeah I think that I think the world is moving in that direction but I want to be on that forefront in those early grades teaching those kids that they are unique one-of-a-kind amazing human beings and that they can do anything that they set their minds to and I want to I want to you know fulfill that that knowledge in them because I think a lot of times they're told oh you can't do that you can't do this um, so I want to I want to have them prosper in my class um, I struggled I was bullied for my weight my entire life so I want to work on body positivity and loving yourself for who you are um, actually COVID uh, being locked inside kind of taught me a lot about myself and one of the biggest things I learned was um, and I'm definitely going to talk about this Stop. You're the cute one. <laughs> well, um, you guys can't see us, but this yeah. guy's looking pretty stop. You got to look right at Jake right now. <laughs> tell you. Tell you. But uh, I learned uh, that my body style is different than anybody else's. Um, you know, so looking at other kids and comparing myself to them, I was never going to look like them, but I wanted my body to look like that. And it physically wasn't possible. I'm too broad in the shoulders to be that thin. Um, and that was a big thing for me to kind of come to. And so that's one thing I want to focus on is, is realizing that you as a human being are unique and so special on this planet that uh, you're not going to look like other people because you look like you, and that's what's important. And I think that's kind of my driving force. Yeah. What got, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about it. I got, you know, I'm all about that self-love, self-appreciation because I finally found it and I want everybody to feel that. Because it's very freeing, you know? It really is. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's tough to get to that point, and I think a lot of students struggle with it, whether they admit it or not. Um, and, and I think that it does stem, obviously, we are planning on being elementary education teachers, uh, so kind of K, K through 5-ish. Um, but but as, if you're not taught at an early age, I think we see it a lot throughout high schoolers struggling with body positivity, body image, um, bullying, all that stuff, depression, anxiety, um, and all, all that, all the big, big name brands right there, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. to, to say, to say it in, a, uh, I guess that term. So, um, I think it does start really early in the classroom and not enough teachers kind of preach that cause you're so stuck on, let me teach them X, Y, and Z. So it's really important to incorporate that stuff while still teaching X, Y, and Z, right. but uh, right. being able to kind of get them to that point where they understand that. It's okay to look one way or look the other way, and it's okay to 
come from this background or this background, and not everyone's the same. And um, I think you got really great passion and view right there. Well, thank you. And it took a while to get there. I think it was took a lot of time to reach that you know full world view of what I can do and how I can be important in those kids' lives. And I think that this last couple of years, you know, especially here in college, realizing that the next step is being in the classroom, I think that's what started shaping it. But, um, well, <laughs> sorry. My smoke, sorry, Jake just threw cigar smoke right in my face. It's fine. There's some good wind going There's on. There's right a now. lot of good wind. Um, Jake, what got you into wanting to teach? You know, that's a great question, Billy. I don't know where you came up with that question. It's like, I asked you first. Nope, did not. <laughs> I thought of it first. Um, you know, it, it kind of stems back to uh, my, my days of K through 12. And um, <coughs> as, as Billy kind of talked about, he dealt with his own things. I, too, dealt with my kind of own things. And uh, not necessarily afraid to talk about it here, not necessarily uh, saying we won't talk about it later. I think we probably will dive into it in a different podcast, maybe surrounding uh, mental illness or surrounding that kind of stuff. But um, I struggled a lot with depression and anxiety throughout uh, high school. Uh, a lot of the anxiety stemmed from I felt like I didn't necessarily fit into kind of the the world that they've created in um, the school system. Uh, you know, I didn't don't necessarily learn the best out of textbooks and being lectured and that kind of stuff. I'm a very hands-on kind of learner. I like to uh, view stuff, be able to do it, hand, like actually see it happening in front of me. Um, and I kind of would create, a, there was a lot of anxiety built up because I was struggling a lot. And... Um, and it's very much taught that every student has to learn the same way, and that's kind of how the classrooms run. And so I eventually got to a point um, in my life where I kind of clicked that realization that it's not necessarily how the schools run, it's how teachers do it. And, and what, what change and what can you do as a teacher to help guide students and realize that school can be fun, it doesn't have to be a job. Because I sat for so many years feeling like, oh my God, this is my job, this is I go to school from nine to three nine to whatever it was and, and this is my job I went learned did homework after school went to bed repeat all that stuff and uh, you know it's really important to, for students to know that it can be fun and we can learn in different ways we can be up and moving we can be goofing around we can be doing all this kind of stuff inside of the classroom and so um, I kind of went through and thought about where I want to teach um, I like to say a lot that I have an IQ of a fifth grader um, so I may not be able to uh, tell you who the 13th president of the United States was, uh, but I can goof around for a few, few hours of the day and have some fun with some fifth graders and teach them some of that basic stuff while also teaching them some of that stuff that you touched on, you know, um, real life skills and, and what's going on with mental illness and kind of and, and all that stuff, you know, kind of making sure that they're doing okay while still learning and learning in different ways. So. Um, I, I think both of us have kind of, um, we were very passionate coming into college about being teachers. We kind of took a step back for a second when COVID hit where we were like, what are we doing with our lives? Is this the right pathway? Um, and now that we're kind of going back in per person, we've kind of, uh, come to the realization of how excited we are to be future educators and be able to make this change in the world that not everyone is able to make with our, our next future. And so um, I'm very excited to be able to do that. On top of it, we've talked about a little bit like our classrooms and being able to create our own classrooms, have some fun there. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, on, I'm very excited to be able to get in the classroom, have some fun with some younger kids, goof around, learn a little bit on the side, um, and just have a great time. So, um, you know, we'll see kind of where all that takes me um, and where being an educator takes me. But, you know, it, it really has been a passion since uh, you know high school and and kind of like you my senior year I actually got to kind of intern and bring my own hands-on math learning to a fifth grade classroom we did a little construction with their math learning which um, kind of cool project and kind of also solidified uh, where I want to be with my future so uh, really I think it's a really fun career that not a lot of people think about obviously we got a teacher shortage right now which is huge yeah um, so if anyone is thinking out there like should I be a should I be a teacher or an accountant um, I, would, I would weigh towards the teacher side. You might not make as much money, but you'll have a fun time while doing it. So Definitely. And, I, I mean, it's definitely not about the money, I think. Yeah, 100% not, not about the money. Don't need to bring up the money. It's not yeah. about the money. But, but, 
No, but I think it's true. I think you leave a bigger impact. And I think, you know, I've had a lot of great teachers in my life. I've been very fortunate. Um, and I got to say, I mean, I still remember a lot of, like, the life lessons and things that they taught me um, and the different fun activities that we did. Um, and I think being a teacher can leave that lasting impact on a person, um, especially in that young age. Um, I can name my first through fifth grade teachers. Can you? Yeah. I can name up to high school. High school gets a little tough. From K or from one? From preschool, even. From preschool. From preschool. I I couldn't tell you preschool. I could tell you preschool. Well, it's funny. I I, I don't want to name names on here, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's Um, hear it off camera. Yeah, let me just just list it out for you. There'll be 35 (laughs) minutes of the podcast. It'll just be me listing all my teachers. Um, No, but it's funny. I ran into, like, a lot of my teachers throughout life. like my preschool teacher, her husband actually, when I was in like fourth grade, um, her husband was my Boy Scout uh, assistant scoutmaster. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> he just blew smoke in my face again. Um, yeah, so it's funny, like she kind of came back into my life a little bit and remembered who I was. Uh, I actually ran into, two summers ago, I ran into uh, my third grade teacher and she knew me right away. Like I saw her in Target, she was grabbing a cart. And I saw her and I was like, I was with my mom, and I was like, I think that's, you know, my third grade teacher, and uh, you about to drop her name? I was, <laughs> I was, and uh, as we walked in the store, my teacher turned around and was like, oh my god, that's Billy, and she like came up, she gave me a hug, like remembered who I was, and it was really cool, and she kind of told me some stories about who I was in third grade and what I was like, and it's kind of cool, they all kind of came back in my life at one point, um, which is really cool, especially senior year, being back in that same elementary school I went to. A lot of those teachers were there. Um, like, I saw my band teacher. I'll tell you, I was a terrible band student. <laughs> I didn't practice. Um, I switched from trumpet from, like, fourth grade to sixth grade. I played trumpet. Then going into seventh grade, I uh, I switched over to percussion because that was a little easier and a little cooler, And uh, which definitely is. I'll tell you that. Um, a little drum solo. A little drum solo. <laughs> just real quick for you guys. Um, yeah i mean sure (laughs) um and i gotta tell you my band teacher met with me over the summer i'd rode my bike and he would do private lessons with me for free which was really cool because he knew i wanted to make that transition um and i'll tell you i was terrible in band like i didn't practice excuse me the wind caught me in the throat there uh i didn't practice you know i was pretty naughty in class i mouthed off a lot i talked during well my teacher was talking. I did. I mouthed off in band class. I know. I'm a cool <laughs> guy. A I was a mouth offer. Yeah. I'll tell you. And uh, I went back my senior year, and that same band teacher gave me a hug. And uh, he was like, if you ever need anybody to write you a letter of recommendation, I got you. And I thought that was really cool because he saw how much I had matured in this person that I had now become. Because, you know, you're not that same person in seventh grade. You're a little hooligan. Um so that's kind of cool. He was like, I'll write you a bit, like a letter of recommendation. Anything you need, um, I can do that for you. And I thought that was really cool. That is kind of, you know, I uh, I do think teachers kind of resonate with you and you kind of hold on to them. I ended up two summers ago working for my second grade teacher. Really? At his, uh, as, a, as a camp counselor, he owns a camp. Um, really cool, I think, idea as a teacher, kind of. A to own a camp? Yeah, That's a, awesome. Kind of side um, you guys might have just heard a little bus drive past there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the downside of filming outside. Yeah, downside of filming. Yeah, you sorry if you hear cars and yeah, stuff in the background. A little outside noise. But, Apologize. Uh, yeah, I think that's a super cool, op- like, super cool idea as a teacher. Uh, you know, to create a camp. He loves working around kids. Uh, another one of my male educators that I've been with throughout uh, my school years. And I ended up working for him, and he's kind of been a mentor for me. He kind of gave me a lot of insight inside the classroom, what it looks like, um, which is super cool as well. So there's a lot of different routes you can kind of go with it, um, and and teachers do stick with you. And that's kind of my hope that when I become uh, a teacher that I stick with my students and they come back to my visit my classroom and kind of come say hi and I get to see them grow up and see all that kind of stuff. For sure. That's going to be super cool. Because it's such a cool experience, especially as a student who went back. I mean, to see that teacher, because both of you have matured and become such different people, you know. Um, 
which is really cool to see, and especially seeing your students, especially if you have them in those younger grades, to see them in that high school stage, to see who they've grown up to become, and to see really that you had a lasting impact that they want to come in and see you. Um, I don't know if this is tradition in your, where you're from, um, but my district and high school, when you graduate, uh, our students will go back in their cap and gowns and we'll walk the halls of our elementary schools and see their teachers, which is really cool, kind of a send-off from uh, the teachers as our students go into college and go on to their their futures. Uh, I want to move forward a little bit because I think, you know, we got a couple weeks here to film, and I think we'll dive more into teaching and how important teaching oh, is in 100%. our eyes. Um, I love the idea of your classroom, and oh, I, would, yeah. I would love for you to tell our <laughs> listeners here, you know, kind of how you want to lay out your classroom. And I'm sorry that this is so teacher-heavy, this podcast. We can move into some other stuff later on. Um, but I think teaching is so so close to our hearts. It's one of our biggest things in life. Um, yeah, this is very true. So if you want to talk about your classroom, I love the idea. Yeah, so kind of a basic idea. haven't fully thought it through, but kind of... Um, I think this is one step that a lot of teachers go for, and, and this is kind of your dream as you're going through... All of our education classes, you kind of, this is your looking forward, the end of the rainbow for you. When you get your own classroom, you got to design it. Yeah. And uh, kind of as a male educator, you know, you, um, you're a little different. You got to be a little different with it. So mm-hmm. um, part of my life, I have always enjoyed sports. I'm actually, uh, just real fast, Billy, do you mind throwing a log on the fire? Absolutely, I will. Yeah. This? I'm going to put this down. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so uh, my whole life, I've loved sports. Um, and I, I really want to incorporate that into my classroom because it's me. Your classroom is supposed to represent you a little bit. So uh, basically my thought of my classroom is going to have a little bit of a table set up. Everyone's going to be on their own team. Um, but, but those teams are going to consist of, uh, we're from the Chicagoland area, so those teams are going to consist of Chicagoland teams. Uh, so I'm a huge White Sox fan, so of course they're going to be in the classroom. Um, but we're also going to have Chicago Cubs. We'll have like the Chicago Sky. Um, We'll have Chicago Fire, all sorts of different sports. The Bears, um, you know, we'll kind of have a little bit of everyone in there. And everyone gets to kind of be on their own team. And my thought kind of with that is um, you can you can kind of gain points. You can work together as a team. Um, I'm really big on uh, team cohesion, and I believe the classroom is a team. So uh, it's really important for our students to understand that they can be uh, part of a team, they can earn points and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited. I kind of want to make it sports themed, have a nice little scoreboard on the wall. Um, on top of that, kind of at the end of the year, the plan is to um, plan is to get everyone jerseys, which I think would be super cool. So it'd be like Mr. Rubin's uh, X year class, um, but they're all part of my team. Um, and on top of that, I really want, I don't know if anyone has seen, there's a viral video that has gone around before, um, and it's a teacher has a handshake with every single student. And um, I think that's where the classroom starts when you have a relationship with every single student, which is super important. And one of those ways you can do that is show how each student is different, and each student is worth learning for, and you're learning too. So being able, at the start of every school day, have a little handshake with them, goof around as I talked about before I love goof around so goof around with them have their own handshake while that's kind of going on we're going to have some walk-in music kind of like they're the starting lineup so they get going to the classroom getting hyped up you know it's early day I kind of want to get those students moving already so get a little kind of music going as they're walking in we do our handshakes like the starting lineup Um, it'll overall be a really good time so I'm really excited to kind of get that sports themes going in there Um, as I said I'm a big White Sox fan so I really want to get old Comiskey seats. Comiskey's where the White Sox used to play, so um, get some old Comiskey seats to put in like a reading corner in my classroom um, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that would be a really fun idea. Uh, it can kind of correlate with students. It might get students who don't like sports into sports. It might get students who really enjoy sports, really like kind of uh, competitive, not necessarily in the classroom, but you know really wanting to learn and learn that kind of stuff and be competitive about that kind of thing. So um, I think it would be a fun idea Obviously, it would take a lot of time to be able to do it, but um, I think that's a super interesting idea and kind of enjoy that route. So Yeah, I love that idea. I think it's I think it builds that community feeling, and I love how well thought out you thought of it, and I love your theme. So, beyond me, yeah, let's talk about what you want to do in your class. Yeah. Uh, so, my whole thing is um, 
I love a homey feel. Like I love being. He wants people to take naps in class. No, no, no. <laughs> he wants to feel like he's at home. I wish. I wish you could take some naps. You know, <laughs> just a full house, <laughs> basically. Yeah, in my classroom. Uh, no, I want my students and myself to feel comfortable. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen him. His name is, I believe, Josh Monroe on TikTok. He's a male educator himself. Love him. Would and love to have him. Would love to have podcast. him. We'll see if we can reach out to him. Um, but he's been a big inspiration for me. Um, and his ideals in, in his classroom are kind of what I want. So he made a comment on one of his TikToks about um, basically uh, how he wants it to be a community home feeling. He wants it to be, um, he wants his students to feel comfortable. Um, and so that's what it is. My classroom, I don't want like a generic classroom with, you know, those generic pictures on the walls of like, you can do it and stuff like that. Like I'm going to have supportive things on the wall, but I want it to be a home feeling. I want lights on the walls, you know, like Christmas lights and stuff like that. Um, I want different lamps and things like that all over the room. Um, and then my big thing is I actually want to build my own classroom furniture. I don't know if you've ever seen classroom furniture. Stupid expensive. Super expensive. Super expensive. Um, and I would take more pride in, I think, building it. So one of the th projects I want to build, actually, it's this, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's this chair. Um, and then instead of being solid in the middle, it's hollowed out and there are bookshelves in it. So essentially the students would sit on the bookshelf, which is really cool. There would be like a padded seating and stuff like that. So I want to build that. Sign a waiver at the beginning of the school year. Yeah, in case they get a splinter. I would sand everything down. Everything would be good. <laughs> I'd take care of it because um, that's the last thing you want. You want a splinter <laughs> while you're trying to read. Um, especially in the tush. Especially in the tush. Nobody wants a splinter in the tush. I would hate a splinter yeah. in the tush. You know, a surprise splinter while you're trying to read a good <laughs> book. Oop, got me. <laughs> um but, yeah, so I think that's kind of my whole thing. Um, I have, like, a lot of... Uh, I'm a collector of weird things. Like, in my apartment now, I have this uh, monkey. Um, Cheeks. Cheeks is his name. He's very cute. Um, I love him. My mom got him in, like, a Christmas white elephant grab bag thing. Um, and she's going to throw him out because she thought he was kind of creepy. I think he's really cute, so I kept him. I want him in my classroom. Um, you know, I want it to be a fun atmosphere where the students enjoy coming in and seeing the classroom every day, you know, where they're not coming in and dreading because it's those desks. I want tables because it builds that community feeling and it gets you closer with the people you sit uh, with, um, you know, gets you closer to your classmates, and I'm all about that. So I really drive for that home feeling of comfort, um, security. You know, I want just an open, open room where students come in, like I said, and are excited to learn and feel comfortable in that setting. Maybe in a little cigars be the food yeah. area in your classroom. Little, a little fake fire in the classroom would be real cool. Um, actually, when I did, I had a job here on campus at the elementary school. Yeah. I got to tell you. Let me tell you about this real quick. This is a Please. cool story. Um, one of the, the teacher I got to work with had the coolest classroom I've ever seen. I told her that, and she almost started crying. She, like, was so proud of it. <laughs> so the, the classroom, it's a cool layout. There's the regular classroom. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, a back section because it's an older building. It used to be like you could do labs back there or it was like a storage room, but it's huge. And so that teacher went on Facebook Marketplace love it. and bought love. love. Can, can, yeah, can we just shout, shout out, out Facebook Marketplace. Shout out Facebook Marketplace. Shout out Facebook Bailey Marketplace. Bailey and I are huge fans of Facebook Marketplace and you'll hear it through our stories a lot. Yeah. Um, throughout the podcast, throughout the semester. Some of the cool stuff we bought. Yeah, some of the great stuff love, we bought. Love a good Facebook Marketplace. Love, Facebook Marketplace. So, love it. Shout mean, out. Yeah, don't mean to interrupt. Little the, little the free there. plug to Facebook Marketplace yeah, for you. Not that they need it. No, not yeah. Not that they need it. Yeah. Facebook you know. Marketplace, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, Facebook Marketplace, we would I gladly. I a sponsor for Facebook. I don't know. We should reach out to them. <laughs> we really should. We should reach out for, for Facebook I don't know. But with that being said. Yeah, so so she got these, like, old booths, um, and she found this, like, stage, and she turned it into, like, a coffee shop. Stop. It's so cool, because, like, she would do, like, writing, like, reading workshops back there. Of course. And then when they do, like, when they do a writing project, she'll have the students go on stage and almost do, like, a poetry slam. So the students will read what they've written to their classmates, which is really cool in, like, a coffee uh, house setting, which is awesome. I mean, that's so cool. Jake's looking for the lighter now. His cigar's gone out. 
It's a problem. Cigars be the fruit. Cigars be the fruit. Cigars be the fruit. Yes. We'll figure it out. You keep yeah. going with your story. Um, so I, I got to give her a little shout out because that was really cool. I mean, it's one of the coolest classrooms I've ever been in because uh, you got to make it unique and got to make it yours because I can guarantee uh, those kids are going on to the next school year and they remember that layout of that classroom, which is cool. Oh, oh, I'm literally okay. sitting on the yep. lighter. Billy C. That's on, on me. Sorry. My bad, coach. Nope, you're all good. My bad, coach. <laughs> hey, um, that's one of our... That's one of our sayings. You'll hear me say that a lot, and you'll hear Jake say that a lot. That's one of our catches or catchphrases that we've coined is, my bad, coach. My bad, coach. Hey, don't ever apologize, okay? If you did something wrong, you just go, my bad, coach. Yeah. It means way more than, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll no tell you that much. You, you yeah, up. nobody cares. Everyone screws up. My bad, coach. You know, get a little chuckle out of it. But, Yeah. I gotta tell you, Jake, this is a pretty sick fire here. I mean, I'm, I'm probably the fire master for a reason. Pretty proud of it. I mean, we had some struggles today. We started, um, we were all jittery, we were all nervous, so we built this fire. May have done a couple extra logs than we needed to, maybe a couple extra fire starters, because the wind picked up and um, and it took the fire a little bit, got a little big, so yellow spooks. But now we got a nice controlled fire here, um, and it's looking real solid. So trying to relight the cigar here sure um, sorry if there's any rustling or anything like that we're still yeah. trying to figure all of this out you know this um, is very true we're just out here making it up as we go along um but yeah well, watch that cord don't catch yeah. it on fire <laughs> our lighter kind of might be going out a might little be bit. going out a little bit here oh you might hear the train we got oh, there's some train trains coming here you want to kind of move into the next topic? Sure. What would you like to talk about? Um, how about maybe your best experience here at ISU? Here at ISU, my best experience. Um, I don't know. We'll tell you. Well, first of all, we're tour guides here on campus. <laughs> we so, meet a lot of people. So we meet a lot of people, and I'll tell you, we love ISU here. I mean, it is a phenomenal university. Um I mean, I'm really happy here because it's a scary choice, you know, going into college. Shout out to anybody who's looking to looking at schools now or just getting closer to it. If anybody's listening and we were a small <laughs> podcast, you know, who knows who will even listen to this. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a scary decision. And you don't really know if you're making the right one or the wrong one or what's going to happen. So I've been very happy here. Um, honestly, I think my most, my best ISU moment, there's so many. I think one of it is, you know, I, I'm dating this girl here. Her name is Amanda. I'll shout her out. Lovely gal, love her. Um, and we've been in for five years in October, which is crazy. Five years. Five years. Isn't that nuts? Five years is a lot of years. It's a lot of years. You going to pop the question soon? Uh, no, we're not going to pop the question soon. <laughs> you know, still college kids. Yeah, still college kids. You need to get that degree, get a job, you know. But uh, I think one of the coolest things is uh, I got her. She visited here, and I kind of showed her around, and I think I showed her really how cool of a school it is and she ended up actually she ended up transferring here because she just liked this program here better she liked the school here a little bit better um so that's really cool that's one of my favorite isu moments is you know sharing my love of the school and having her realize like how cool of a school it is as well it's a tough question you know because i've had so many great experiences here how about you do you have any that come under your head right away um i for uh, my first two years here, I was able to be a student manager for a baseball team. Oh, that's awesome. And kind of, as I talked about earlier, I love sports. So being able to be around sports and being around ISU sports, um, being able to kind of get the student athlete experience, traveling, all that kind of stuff, that was such a great experience for me. Um, it was my first two years that I was able to kind of go to the next step and explore, <coughs> excuse me, um, what else we had to offer here. So, um, Kind of moving into that tour guide, all that kind of stuff. I've had a lot of great experiences at college, and uh, you know, I love it. I w wish wish we had eight more years without without the classes, without the classes, and the tuition. Yeah, and the tuition you know, price. You know, for but free. Who said we can't live like college kids once we graduate? That's true. I gotta tell you, Jake, and this may sound super cheesy, but this right here is one of my favorite moments. Wow. I mean, that may sound super. Che Everybody was probably like, uh, you know, bleh. Bleh. let me turn off the podcast. Yeah, bleh, it's done. It's done. <laughs> Ooh, um, I didn't sign up for a cheesy podcast. But like, you can't do this anywhere else. You know, this is like a college experience. You know, sitting out here on a fire pit that you bought. You know, having a cigar and just talking it's about the fur. It's a group of the fur. Um, so I think this is probably one of my favorite memories right here. Is 
is having this and you know being able to experience this and do this i think is really cool because i mean who else do you know who has a podcast no me i know a couple people a couple people from high school and they're really good really good podcast but i mean otherwise nobody here is doing this so it's pretty cool pretty cool experience texting our assistant oh yeah if she can find a different yeah writer. do you want to do you want to give a shout out to our assistant i would love to shout out our, assist, our assistant uh it's actually my roommate and my girlfriend uh, i've been dating her for almost three years now wow you pop years. the question i'm not going to pop I'm, okay. once you pop the question maybe i'll pop the question. Oh, okay we uh, should do like a double wedding i'm not going back on that one <laughs> But uh, my lovely girlfriend, Caroline, uh, love her to death. She's a great girl. Doesn't smoke cigars, so I don't know if we'll find her on Cigars Be The Fur. But, she uh, may make, a, she make an appearance yeah, make or two. Appearance. She, hopefully she'll make an appearance in the next few minutes with a new lighter as ours kind of just went out there. Um, well, maybe if we make some money, we can afford a good lighter. Good lighter. Yeah, on this yeah. Um, If anyone wants to sponsor us with cigars, cigar companies, they want to sponsor us with cigars, you're more than welcome to. Yes, uh, or but, anybody who's just listening wants to... <laughs> Venmo us, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll buy a cigar in your honor. Oh, speaking of the wonderful woman herself. They um, don't have a second I think lighter. there might be a, a second lighter somewhere, maybe on the desk, maybe on my dresser. Um, a hand one where you like. Oh, because the orange one died. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I got two of them sitting on my desk in my apartment. Oh, that would be helpful. Maybe next time. Maybe next time I'll, I'll donate uh, one. one. One tough thing about talking and smoking cigars is the cigars go out sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you get into a story. Yeah. Sometimes you get into a story. You, you know, we lot. didn't think that through. Yeah. Now, did we? We didn't. And That's a tough I've one. I've had this lighter for a long time, so. Love I don't it. Know if it. Don't know if it's the wind. A rose gold lighter. Very yeah. cool. Very classy. Different. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, but uh, where, what we, oh, it's talking about my lovely girlfriend. Your lovely girlfriend. Yeah, so uh, also elementary education major. We met freshman year here at college. True love does exist in college. It's true. I will tell you. Uh, you know, you don't always have to live that college lifestyle of uh, not having a relationship. You're allowed to have one, and I love it. Would, mm-hmm. Wouldn't change any moment of it. So, um, yeah, that's our lovely assistant. Her name's Caroline. She might hop in here and there on different podcasts. True. Might be one of our guests on the podcast, you know. We know that not everyone on our podcast is going to be able to smoke cigars, but great conversation goes a long way with them. So um, if we're able to do that, that would be kind of our end goal. So, um, oh, we're trying a little mouth-to-mouth here with my cigar and his cigar. Anything? It did not work, mm. sadly. It's a good try, though. I tried. It sometimes works. My brother's try, pretty good at it. I tried to use the bonfire as it, but my hand got a little Oh, your hand got a little <laughs> toasty. It's not like roasting a marshmallow. It's you know, not. you got to get your hand in there. <laughs> yeah. You really do. You really do. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I, you know, you said a comment about how, you know, you find true love and stuff. Oh. And how, oh, we found a lighter. Thank you. Um, love you. She said I love you, too. That's very sweet. That. That's very sweet. Oh, oh, there it is. Very nice. Um, I think one of the coolest things is, especially being in like a long-term relationship, is especially when you start young. I mean, even freshman year, that's young. That You're what, 19 years old, 18 years old? You know? Young, some might say. Yeah, but like it's kind of cool watching the relationship and each other mature. You know, especially like we've been dating for five years. So we started dating my junior year of high school, her senior year of high school. She's a year older than me. And, uh, I mean, we, we were just kids, man. I mean, it's crazy because you're so young. And now, well done, bro. now oh, we're... Sorry. <laughs> hey, no copyright. <laughs> now we're both 22, you know, and um, and that's really cool, you know, seeing that change in our relationship and each other and maturing and prospering into better people and then pushing each other to be better people and finding our passions and stuff like that. I think it's been really cool. First off, love that. I mean, yeah, I feel the same way with Caroline. We push each other to... Uh, to our, our best, to be the best people we can be. Second off, I'd like to just point out, the scar is now well lit back up. We are back Thanks to cigars with the fur. Yeah, we're back to cigars with the fire. We are not back just by here. The fur. Not just fire. Not just fire. Fire sitting. Yeah, fire sitting. <laughs> we're, uh, we got cigars with the fur. We, we guess, do have so. cigars with the fur. Um, you know, I think, I'm going to that relationship topic. Um, you've had some, some ups and downs. It's been kind of difficult because, as you talked about, your girlfriend didn't originally go here. Yeah. Amanda. We can Amanda. say Amanda. We've already Amanda. said her name. Love her. Um, yeah. Great girl. Let me tell you. Yeah. Love her. We go on Love double her. dates. We do go on double dates. We go on double dates. We have some yeah. of the best times. For I, sure. I will say our girlfriends 
not the biggest fans of cigars. No. But, uh, no. I mean, sometimes when you're... But they like, support us, you when know? When you're co-host of Cigars Be The Fear, sometimes you just have to. Sometimes you just have yeah. to. But, no, uh, yeah, you're yeah, right. You want to talk about Yeah. Yeah, so we did actually long distance um, for majority of our relationships. So she graduated high school a year before I did. So she went away to school and then did two years there. So she did two years of long distance. And then we were together for two years when she was here. And she graduated at the end of last year, so that was really exciting. And then we're doing long distance again this year. Um, and that's tough. I mean, I don't know if anybody's gone through long distance or dealing with that or has dealt with that. I mean, it's tough. Um, possible, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm proof that it's possible. You know, we've been together almost five years now. You know, you can get through anything at that point. Um, so, but it's it's been a challenge, you know. And, and she was actually here this last weekend. Um, so that was really cool. Um, Can we talk about? Billy you want to talk about twenty-two? Oh, I did just turn twenty-two. It was Billy's twenty-second birthday. It was. I'm twenty-two weekend. now, guys. I know, crazy. I'm so young, and old at <laughs> yeah, the same so time. Young, so old at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah, it was like a weekend. We had a good time. We had a little get together, small one because of COVID and stuff. Um, kind of a last-minute little shindig, um, but it was very cool. Um, had a lot of fun. You know, it's perfect. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about for this episode? I don't know. I don't want to go, like, too crazy into it. You know, I feel like yeah. we got, you know, I feel like we covered a widespread. I feel like we're a lot, I mean, we're both very heavily in education and kind of reforming a lot of education and putting your own spin on it while still, you know, teaching that curriculum and teaching what's important. Um, that bug spooked me. Yeah, well, cicada, me. Well, cicada spooked me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think we're going to talk heavily about education. We also talk about, like, issues within ourselves and... You know, make jokes and stuff like that. Um, but you I think never hear us joking about uh, tough things that people go through. Know that we're able to joke about it because um, we've gone through it, and it's kind of one of our coping mechanisms. We joke a lot, so uh, never trying to be insensitive about any topics. Absolutely uh, not. But, yeah, because we went through all. Yeah, of that, we've gone you know? through all of it. It's just sometimes, as I think a lot of people probably understand, it's a lot easier to joke about things than uh, talk about it in a real serious light. So but I think that's how we handle stuff too. Yeah. Is you kind of make a joke out of it to fix it. I'm a joke. You know, I'm a joke. No, stop. <laughs> stop. No, you're not. But, um, yeah, so we may joke about some stuff just to, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. But we will hit some, some tough topics sometimes. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think so. You know, and also rate cigars. <laughs> and rate cigars. What do you rate this cigar? This cigar, you know, let me think on this one. So, great taste. Love the taste. Love the shape. This cigar is a little bit of a rectangular shape it versus is. a circular shape. Love it. It is. Good holding in the fingers. Yeah. With that being said, um, there was a little downfall, as many of you guys know. It, it died. It did. It died on me. And, uh, it did die. I had some trouble relighting it. So that's going to have to notch some points down. <laughs> um, sure. With that being said, I don't want to start too high on the scar rating sure. as we have a lot of scars coming through. Um, so I'm going to go with Seven cigars by the fire out of ten cigars by the fire. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty solid. A nice 70%. Just dropped the mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a high rating. That's pretty solid. You know, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Eight screws by the fire out of ten screws by the fire. You know, I said I'm a nostalgic guy, and it's my dad's cigar. Um, so that's pretty cool. I love the and taste. Our first cigar. That's what I'm well, saying. My dad also never shares his avos with me, so this is a very special occasion. Wow. So I'm saying now I feel special because you're shared it because I'm me sharing as well. my cigar. Do I have with to reach out to your dad now? No, you can if you want. Give him a little shout out to my dad if you want. Hey, shout out, shout out to Mr. Glazer. Yep, um, good guy. Billy is also going to be Mr. Glazer in the classroom, but will be. Mr. Glazer Senior. <laughs> um, really big shout out to you. Hopefully you end up listening to our podcast. But uh, thanks for letting me enjoy one of your cigars. Cigars. <laughs> <Be> the food. <laughs> one of your cigars be the food with uh, my best guy, my best friend over here, Billy. So, oh, thanks. Uh, You're yeah, my best really, friend too, bud. I really appreciate that. So, um, why don't we kind of go into a wrap up here? Yeah, um, for sure. And we'll kind of wrap up this first episode. I think this is a great first episode. I think it was great. I, I think so too. I think what we should do is we should put like a a pull out there, you know? Because mm. I think we're gonna spread this, and yeah. I think we should. Um, you know, I, I especially want to get other people on the podcast. I think it's important to hear other people's stories, you know, um, and I think it's important to talk about a lot of different topics, you know. I think that's what makes a great podcast. This is true. Um, so I want to get, like, more people on, um, and I also want to, like, you know, talk about topics you guys want to hear, you know. Yeah. Any conversations that you guys want to have with us or 
want us to talk about or talk through anything like that yeah i mean we can tell some stories and stuff like that i think one great topic that we had talked about was maybe sharing some stories that we we have with some of our past like students or kids that we've worked with you know not naming names or anything just just some funny stories maybe kids are really funny you know and they don't always mean to be they just always (laughs) you know come across as funny funny right i was too so i think you know we'll kind of open it up i know tonight we were just kind of rambling just trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about but uh no, I think this is a great first episode. I really do, too. I think uh, hopefully some of our friends listen to this first episode. So I'm hoping um, for. If you are one of our friends, do you know us personally, feel free to reach out if you want to be on the next episode or for be sure. on a future episode. For sure. We'll do it like once a week, I, I w- think, I really. I hope we get a lot of people who are like, yeah, I want to be on it, so I don't want to say next one. Because yeah, then and we got a lot if of... We, if we had 18 people on our next podcast, that might be a little interesting. be kind of cool. And then I think we could also kind of expand, because I think we've had a lot of interest from some higher-up people here. To the university uh, yep, and stuff like that. I don't know if I can officially say that or not, <laughs> uh, but some people have said that they're interested. So I think we might be able to to get some some new light, some there new people. Some new light. There might not be cigars or fur by with with those higher ups. We might have to have a little bit of a, a little segment little, with them, little, little professional professional uh, setting. Podcast setting. Yes, uh, as we sit here, you know, with yeah. our makeshift setup here <laughs> outside. But we might have to bring it inside if we're working with some of those uh, wonderful people. But, yeah. Um, we are. I think I'm. I'm at least really looking forward to the future of this podcast. Oh, I'm pumped. Hopefully, we can continue it even when we go home and student teach. We're close enough to yeah, each other. Yeah, for sure. We can continue this. Maybe even stuff. live together. Some would say. Maybe live together one day. Maybe. I would be excited. That would I'd be, be excited. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Every night would be a podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know. If we can do <laughs> I'm just that. kidding. But um, but yeah, I'm really excited for what the future holds. I hope that people have made it all the way to the end of this podcast. Have listened to it. I don't know. It's kind of a long podcast, but. And we definitely um, rambled a lot, <laughs> yeah, but we, we talked about a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, we definitely did. I so, had a ton of fun. Yeah, so I I want to say I appreciate anyone who has listened to it. Just reaching about close to an hour. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate anyone who has listened to this podcast. Anyone who's willing to listen to it. Anyone who's going to listen to our future podcast. I yeah. Really appreciate it. Heck yeah! Even if you want to listen to a section of it, yeah. go ahead. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know. You're going on a walk, you can we listen could, to our podcast. You could on a run, working on a out, run, working out. Ooh, you know undisclosed gym name you know copyright but, but i but, will say this podcast yeah it's a judgment free zone i would say it is i would say it is but yeah i mean definitely i had a great time did you have a great time i had a wonderful time i can't wait for the next one i can't wait for the next i'm one excited so yeah so uh thanks to everyone who uh sat in on this um and if anyone has any opinions thoughts comments concerns want to reach out to us feel free to do so um I don't know how you're going to do that. I'm not going to put any information out here. But if you know me, you know Billy, uh, feel free to reach out to us. And, reach uh, out to us, for sure. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, guys. This has been... Cigars by the Fire. Cigars by the Fire. Thank you guys again for listening. Um, we highly appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. Have this a good... This is Jake. And this is Billy. And we're signing off. All right. Have a good one.